0: Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Ubu Nation. Uh, You know, I was listening to a show today with Stefan Molyneux talking to Tom Woods, and I believe the title of the show was, Is College Worth It? And so I wanted to do kind of a quick one-off episode. This is not going to go to the podcast. It's just going to go here on uh, YouTube and BitChute. And kind of discussing my own sort of views on this and the reason I want to talk about it is because often when I go to right-leaning and libertarian leading leaning blogs and websites the people in the comments when when the topic is education the the people in the comments are always saying well I majored in engineering or I majored in physics so screw those useless humanities. Well, the truth is, for better or for worse, I majored in English. And I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in the subject. So I feel like I might have some useful advice on the subject. Now, first off, I think that in the coming years, uh, the universities especially in the humanities and what are called the social sciences are going to reorient themselves completely. The departments are already extremely left-wing and I know that California State right now now has a, a department where you can become sort of an interdisciplinary left-wing activist. Like this is a whole field of study now. So I think that there will come a point where the colleges are completely worthless. I just don't know how long it's going to take. But I'll expand on on that in a moment. But first off, with my experience my undergraduate years were the ones where, in which I learned the most. I had always been a literature nerd, but in, in my undergraduate years I learned more about historical periods. I was introduced to authors that I probably would not have investigated, some of whom were even good. And, honestly, I learned a method of reading that I probably would not have pursued on my own. You know, my time there helped me to develop a much more critical mode of reading than what I had been doing up till then. And that can spread out from literary study to really just how one reads the news. Aside from that, I read a lot of T.S. Eliot. I read a lot of Faulkner. I met a handful of cool people, and it was all, overall a pretty good time. I didn't go to an expensive university, so coming out, I didn't have any debt. And I would say that it was a worthwhile experience. Now, graduate school, on the other hand, is a different story. You know, every once in a while, I get this, this wild hair up my ass where I think maybe I should uh, finish this up and go get my Ph.D., Uh, get my stupid PhD hat, become a professor, get a job I can't be fired from. But luckily I will run across some really ridiculous story about higher education and that will usually remind me of what is going on in the graduate schools and sort of at the higher levels of education. See, graduate school is about learning to write scholarly articles so that you can join the profession. And the common phrase that they use is that you want to join the conversation. Now that is a very benign way to put it, because I'm sure that you have been somewhere and either listened in on or been a part of a conversation that was simply not worth joining and right now the conversation is not worth joining. For one thing the best authors are pretty much picked clean you know try writing something original on Shakespeare for example try doing original research that you really believe in on Milton. You're talking canonical texts that are hundreds of years old and scholars have been writing about them forever. So as a result, one of two things happens. Either some new theoretical paradigm will come out and that theoretical paradigm is usually some weird left-wing extension of third-wave feminism or you have to dig up some third-rate author from the 1850s that no one has ever heard of and write about that person. Moreover, with option number two, you're going to be writing from the left-wing theoretical paradigm anyway. Now, aside from that, the universities are on the left anyway. But the thing is that if you go, uh, your undergraduate professors or, or the classes you take when you're an undergraduate, or at least in my experiences, the classes I took when I was an undergraduate, they didn't really pound the politics too much. Because, like I said, I went to a state college and the student body is genuinely diverse. But the further up the chain one goes, the less diverse that student body becomes. So if you are a white male and you are to the right of Bill Clinton, I would not recommend this at all. Because you're just going to hear about what a bad guy you are. You know, it won't be aimed at you directly, but the, the sentiment is there. Furthermore, I don't really know what this is about, but my experience with graduate school and and with with education in general uh, within the humanities has been that most of my professors, my male professors, have either been divorced or they were in their 40s and never married. And I don't know what that is about, but I don't recommend it for any man. Now, politics somewhat aside, another problem that I have been seeing lately is that the humanities, at least as far as English goes, have been trying to become way too relevant. And what I mean by that is that there have arisen all sorts of... uh, these sort of activist subdivisions that take familiar work and run it through these weird sort of theoretical lenses like the newest uh, the new ones are eco-criticism and disability theory that's 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 the thing i've heard, been hearing about lately I think that all of this began as a way to try and get undergraduates interested in what they were studying. So now you're seeing all these journal articles written about disability studies and uh, about the literature of such and such in the environment. And it's really just building on the same theoretical paradigm of 1970s feminism except with a sort of tumbler topspin. And with the proliferation of all of these different studies departments, like African American studies, women's studies, uh, gender studies, queer studies, American Indian studies, Jewish studies, uh, Pacific Islander studies, this has been seeping back into the, the humanities departments for some time now. So I would say if you are going to go get an undergraduate degree in English or art history or whatever, that's fine. If you voted for Trump, keep your head down, but it's not a big deal. But one thing, and this is something that Woods and Molyneux were talking about, sort of, that I would say is do not get a humanities degree with the goal of getting a job. Unless you just love college so much that you want to be there for the rest of your life, in which case you'd go to graduate school. But even if you're on the left, first of all, don't go to college to become an activist. Just, you know, go read literature and become an activist. Go hang out with activists, see what they do. In my opinion, one of the biggest scams on Earth is the creative writing department. If you want to write poetry, or you want to write short stories, or you want to write critical essays, no one's stopping you. You can get, I believe, you can get the complete works of all sorts of different poets on Amazon for like a buck. I found the complete works of Oscar Wilde. Everything. Poetry essays. Uh, For my Kindle, I think it was either 50 cents or 99 cents, something like that. Study the people who came before you, work at it, imitate them, or do something different. The only thing the creative writing department is really good for is if you write short stories, they are extremely incestuous. And every once in a while, the university press will come out with a collection of short stories and if you're an alumnus or an alumna from the from that particular university it'll be easier to get your short story published but short stories don't make any money anyway but at this point there are still enough baby boomers and older gen xers out there among the hiring managers and just the human resources departments that there are still a lot of places where if you just want a, a standard white-collar office job, it can kind of help you to if you have a, a college degree. It, it's certainly a foot in the door. The universities have still not destroyed their reputations to the point that an undergraduate degree is a liability. Not yet, anyway. Furthermore, a lot of HR departments will still insist on a degree if you want to be in management. And oftentimes it doesn't even matter what the degree is. So if you're interested in literature, if you're interested in the arts, if you're interested in whatever, and you just want to get a foot in the door, I would say, you know, go ahead and do it unless you have a by the way don't don't kill yourself trying to get into a yale or a a harvard or a brown unless you have a full-ride scholarship and you just want those those connections yeah don't go into debt over it for god's sake the arts are going to have a few demanding professors who are going to teach you a few things but overall it's not going to be too demanding and you know if if the HR department insists that you have a, a bachelor's degree to get a job or to get into management. I don't know, you know, go study lesbian poetry with a puppetry minor or something. And, you know, just, just have fun with it. And like I said, I think that all of this may change. I think that the universities, at least the humanities and social sciences, are eventually just going to be... Per- training professional democrats uh it's definitely heading in that direction so do it before it finally reaches that point and really avoid graduate school unless you have really committed to a particular line of work so anyway that's my little one-off episode i hope you enjoyed it um hope this was useful. I try to be useful when I can. Otherwise, I just try to have fun with this thing. So I hope everybody has a happy Thursday and tomorrow's Friday. All right. Goodbye.